Dear listeners, welcome to the Data Frontiers podcast. I'm your host, Valentine Gandhi. In this podcast series, we will explore how new data technologies are being used to address some of the most pressing issues of our time, such as COVID-19, climate change, infrastructure issues, diplomacy, and education. In 2020, the UK government commissioned a study that was undertaken by NIRA's Digital Futures Hub for the Frontier Technologies Program. This was done to review the digital data landscape and identify data technologies that had the highest potential for impact and use by the FCDO as well as the wider international development community. This study was led by Matthew Shearing and I was the technical lead for the study. The full study link is available in the description below. In these exciting podcast series, we will be taking a look at some of the recommendations raised in this report and we'll speak to thought leaders and practitioners at the front lines of implementing data technologies. And we sincerely hope our guests will inspire you to make better practical use of frontier technologies in your own work. So we look forward to having you listen into our episode. And joining us today, we are very excited to have uh, Tom Wilkinson. Tom is the ONS uh, Office of National Statistics FCDO hub site lead at the Data Science Campus in uh, East Kilbride. Tom joined the Data Science Campus in September 2019. He has a PhD in complexity economics and the philosophy of statistics. Thank you so much for being with us in our studio today, Tom. We look forward to speaking with you now. Thanks, Val. Do you prefer Val or, or Valentine? You can call me Val. Well, great. But, but yeah, no, uh, great, uh, great to be chatting to you guys. Uh, as a start, uh, can you briefly tell uh, some of our listeners who may be new to Data Science Campus, uh, what is the Data Science Campus and what, do, what is that you do within the FCDO? Absolutely. Thanks, Val. So the Data Science Campus is a, a center of expertise for data science for the UK government generally. Um, it was set up in the wake of uh, the Bean Review into the economic crisis of 2008. Um, with the ambition of uh, using new techniques and new data sources to help public decision-making and uh, uh, w- with an initial focus on uh, challenges like uh, faster economic indicators and, and a better understanding of how the economy might evolve in, in the near future. Thanks, Tom. Data is usually used uh, by program managers and who are, may or may not be uh, data experts or even data scientists, uh, but they are, they are in need of data on a regular basis. How do you reach out across the aisle from data science campus uh, through your department? And what activities do you do to reach out to uh, program managers in FCDO or even partners outside of the, uh, of the government missionary? So our particular team within the FCDO uh, came about as a collaboration with the Office for National Statistics and its data science campus with a view to bringing together the technical expertise that the campus has in the use of data science and novel data sources with the operational expertise and networks of contacts that the FCDO, the the former uh, DFID, have uh, within the international development community uh, and across the organizations, the network of organizations seeking to achieve the sustainable development goals. The premise there is to have technical experts embedded alongside the staff working in the FCDO's international development functions already uh, so that 
as well as being better placed to understand user needs through 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 active conversations, there would be some some osmosis, some learning by proximity for the existing analysts and even some of the the program staff about the potential of data science to to, to help them in their their decision making, and also. Uh, imparting some skills on on existing analysts to help them better embrace the opportunities brought by new technologies and new data. Thanks, Tom. Uh, the Frontier study highlighted some of the emerging data or potential sources, uh, such as Earth observation or artificial intelligence, and even mobile phone positioning data. Uh, can you cite some examples or even a couple of case studies on how the data science campus uses any of these emerging data sources? Absolutely. The data science campus as a whole uh, has an established track record now for the UK government of using alternative data sources like shipping transponder data to give a forward view of how trade and other economic factors might be changing and a glimpse of and estimates of, of, of how the economy might change in advance of official statistics giving a more decisive picture. Now, the uh, campus's team within the FCDO have been taking those tools and technologies uh, forward in, in various ways and applying them specifically to international development. So on the one hand, we've been exploring data sets like that shipping data to provide um, uh, a more real-time picture of how the economies in odor eligible countries are evolving, uh, particularly in the wake of COVID-19, as well as um, more specific intelligence on the ground, whether it's for FCDO offices or for partners like Trademark East Africa to help them understand the, the details of how trade is happening. Now, alongside that use of alternative data sources of, of uh, sensor data. Um, the team have also been making use of Earth observation. In that context of faster economic indicators, we've recently been exploring the potential for uh, understanding volumes of land freight through, uh, through Earth observation and, and satellite images of, of roads uh, and the kind of telltale patterns there of large numbers of moving vehicles, um, as well as um, for more specific purposes directly related to, to programs on the ground and, and their design. Now, uh, we've also, uh, alongside that sort of high-level measurement of uh, macroeconomic statistics and or indicators and the feeding of intelligence at a program level, uh, we've also done some work to support the administration of ODER projects uh, and the delivery of projects towards the SDGs. For example, building tools to take the, the large amount of transparency data from the International Aid Transparency Initiative about what projects are doing and where they're spending money um, and making that more available through a search tool uh, for decision makers to understand what's happening across the whole of the sector in their portfolios, um, as well as potentially to help um, 
program managers seeking a partner for a particular activity to find partners who have uh, who've conducted similar activities in the past. Um, we've also been working um, on tools and data standards to help record more accurately what kind of uh, interventions and the justifications for them um, are being carried out. Uh, and we do a lot of liaison uh, with other organizations trying to encourage that uh, consistency of administrative data so that it could be used in uh, in functions like machine learning uh, to 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 help inform the uh, the administration and the design of aid programs. Thanks, Tom. That was a quite comprehensive answer. I mean, some of the, the uh, I mean, for, for my next question will be two parts and some of it you've alluded to in your earlier response. Uh, one is how do you uh, bridge between traditional data sources? Uh, uh, many of the colleagues in FCDO and other perhaps host country government partners uh, rely still a lot on maybe statistic, official statistics or even specific evaluation related data that was collected for a particular purpose or a project. Uh, and then in, in emerging data sources, we could use social media data or other AI tools. How do you uh, ensure that there is a combination of both the emerging data source and use of traditional sources. That's part one. And part two, uh, I think we can arguably say you're one of the pioneers of data science in, in the government in the UK. Uh, how has the challenges have been? Uh, perhaps it's a related question, so I wanted to combine them. What have been some of the challenges in doing so in bringing people to use these emerging data sources? Thanks, Val. Um, so to start out with the question of bringing together traditional data sources and uh, more novel ones, uh, certainly the data science tool set, the skills involved and the technologies used uh, can be just as relevant to the use of conventional data sources and the analyses done on conventional data sources. One of the things that our team does in particular is providing mentoring within the FCDO, but also to other organizations around the ODA community to automate their existing analyses of data to, to help make sure that those are done robustly um, while freeing up staff time to, to do more novel things with novel data sources. Um, now, beyond that um, complementarity of skills for the use of traditional data sources and the use of novel data sources, there's obviously a lot of potential to draw deeper insights by combining data from different places um, where it can be linked together. Um, now, one of the difficulties there, of course, is, uh, is ethics that any kind of combination of two data sets can potentially uh, disclose information that uh, that wouldn't uh, have knowingly been provided by the producers of those data in the first place. And that's why there are rigorous ethical processes in place for the production of data, uh, sorry, for the, for the, the use of data science techniques um, in, in the hub and, and the campus um, and, and elsewhere across the UK government. One of the major challenges in promoting data science within government, or I would imagine any organizational context, is striking the delicate balance between 
providing exciting examples of what can be done with new data and new approaches, um, as well as making sure that uh, the work being done, the analysis being produced, are targeting very specific user needs um, so that they're grounded in not just decisions which are topical and topics which are of interest right now, but are grounded in, in longer-term persistent needs of decision-makers, um, which might not be quite as uh, as, as, as headline-grabbing, but uh, ultimately can provide more value um, and ensure uh, a kind of longevity to the to the analyses that are being produced. Thanks, Tom. This is more uh, more of a, perhaps of interest to Phil uh, colleagues of FCDO and others. Uh, so, in in developing countries uh, that are going through this process of digital transformation, uh, should uh, should they focus more on digital access and inclusion even before considering? discussing frontier data technology, uh, or it, should it be a parallel process? Uh, are they interdependent uh, that should happen simultaneously? What would be your suggestion or rather an advice uh, for, let's say, uh, colleagues working in uh, governments that are just perhaps starting up in digital transformation? I, I think the two can be very complementary. The, uh, the improvement of conventional data access and the exploration of novel techniques. Uh, and that's because by using novel techniques, um, or at least some of the skills involved in novel techniques like computer programming um, and open source statistical tools to streamline and to automate and improve the quality of routine statistical activities and, and production, um, you can free up staff time and also give them opportunities to build skills that can then be turned to new data sources and new techniques, allowing staff within these organizations to develop the capability they need in order to make more use of the more sophisticated techniques and data sources that might be out there. Um, and it's precisely this kind of journey that our team aims to help our mentee organizations to whom we're, we're providing active coaching on projects, uh, even where those projects are simply uh, the automation of existing analyses, which may not on the surface seem like an exciting use of new data. Um, that helps impart the skills on staff within the organization um, as well as helping them access the tools and use the project management techniques that set them up to do more novel analyses using more advanced data like some of those sources mentioned in the frontier technology studies yeah i think that's a great point uh, I mean, we will be speaking with several uh, colleagues and uh, and uh, we we want to explore this further with them and how do they do that, uh, but specifically coming back to FCDO's activities on data literacy, I recently saw that the civil service data challenge has been issued, uh, and then still in, in during the course of our study, we found uh, many people uh, who were uh, program managers or senior uh, uh, UK government officials were quite interested in uh, uh, in data sciences, but nevertheless uh, didn't know where to reach out or perhaps. Uh, 
I would even use the word afraid to reach out uh, because they think uh, it might not show them in a good light or something like that. But at the same time, we're keen to know where they can learn things like that. So what does uh, data science campus do uh, to promote data literacy and, and how can people reach out to you uh, to partner with you or to, to utilize your services? So there are a number of different offers that the data science campus makes for helping staff at all levels of organizations engage better with data. And I think to address some of those uh, concerns that, that you've mentioned there um, of uh, revealing oneself to, 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 to not be familiar enough with the data, it's important for uh, anyone interested in this space to, to recognize that uh, there'll be lots of others in the same place as them who are trying to to get to grips with all these new opportunities that are becoming available at a rate that means no one can can pretend to be to be an expert in, in all things, um, and everyone should be comfortable asking questions and um, seeking to learn rather than expecting uh, others to to think of them as as an authority from the start. Now, those various offers the campus makes includes. Uh, the, the, the masterclass program, which is being developed at the moment, both for a uh, UK audiences um, and in collaboration with the Global Partnership for Sustainable Development Data um, for international audiences as well, um, which aims to help senior decision makers uh, better engage with data uh, and with data science. Um, and alongside that, there are existing offers around helping senior leaders understand the art of the possible in data science. So uh, helping them to imagine how these techniques and new data sources might help decision makers in their organizations. Alongside that, the data science campus uh, and, and our team in particular offer an array of different training options, um, both traditional uh, classroom training and more interactive uh, notebook-based training, uh, as well as that mentoring and coaching that I've mentioned already to help staff at a more, uh, at a working level in organizations uh, to also get to grips with the possibilities. Thanks, Tom. Um, I mean, you would agree that data science is effective when it answers the, when we are asking the right questions and it's solving a problem. So for our listeners new to Frontier Data Technologies, uh, what would be your single most important thing you've learned about uh, in, in, in uh, kind of mainstreaming data science and use of data science in, uh, in government programs or in uh, FCDO programs around the world? What would be a single lesson that you learned that you think uh, people should start taking note of uh, when, when they apply data science? So, so I, I'd emphasize the importance of an agile approach to project management. And this is something that we found in our mentoring of other organizations is just as important as the technical details uh, of how to extract insights from, from new data sources using machine learning or and whether those data sources are satellite images or sensor data. Um, and the reason that those agile approaches are so important is because of the emphasis on, on user needs, which helps make sure that the thing being delivered can actually provide uh, useful 
insights for 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 people on the ground um coupled with the emphasis in the agile methodology on every member of the team contributing to the design of the project so that when you have a team full of experts each in their own area whether that's one person who's an expert in machine learning and another who might be expert in in earth observation and satellite data and another who's expert in project management techniques themselves that each of those people is able to contribute that expertise to its fullest extent rather than relying on a a single uh, individual to to orchestrate everything uh, becoming a, a bottleneck to that process so uh, so I'd emphasize the importance of agile methodologies um, while at the same time retaining the, the, the flexibility and uh, big picture strategic view that's important to making sure that uh, projects uh, engage people at all levels of, of, of an organization. I couldn't agree more, Tom. I mean, being agile helps you learn and grow, grow as you introduce projects. This has been uh, excellent talking to you, Tom. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio. And we look forward to having uh, continued conversations with you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Val. Thank you, everyone in the team. Uh, have a great day. Dear listeners, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Data Frontier Podcast. If you wish to learn more about the work of our guests, please check out the links in the description. I would also encourage you to check out the full Frontier Data Study, which can also be found in the link below. This podcast is funded by the FCDO, and I would like to thank uh, Matthew McConaughey, the podcast content lead, and many thanks to our producers, Ben Walker and David Vigoro. Please do check out our other episodes in this podcast series and get in touch with us if you wish to learn more or partner up on any projects. Contact information to reach us is also in the description. Thanks so much for listening and have a great evening or day wherever in the part of the world that you're joining us from. Thank you.